welcome to the Blockchain Bandits podcast. It's our first podcast. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about um, everything blockchain. It's, um, you're going to be with me, myself, Jeff, and Andy. And, and me, Andy. Yeah. Um, I come from an online trading background, so I used to mainly train Forex. Still do a little bit. And um, I've owned two websites, um, trading websites, and um, just became fascinated with the world of blockchain when I was looking into cryptocurrencies when um, doing a blog post for one of the websites, and here I am now. And um, I have a economics background from university, however I fell into um, software engineering. Uh, my, f I, my first experience with blockchain was at my first job. Uh, they used blockchain technology to communicate for traders to communicate um, tr with trading commodities. Um, but yeah, I've been doing. I've been a software engineer now, going on three years, um, and I'm in my free time. I'm continuing to learn um, how to develop blockchain. Uh, use blockchain to develop uh, decentralized apps. Cool. Yeah, so um, why why do you love blockchain? That's what people are going to be wondering. And everything. <laughs> why are we bothering to make a blog, a podcast about blockchain? What's so great about it? So, yeah, let's let them know. Why do you love blockchain, Andy? Well, personally, I think that the technology behind it is uh, it can it can help fight a lot of a lot of bad things going on in today's system. Like it it will, it, it can help for for example with against fraud. Um, it can it can help with just uh, like protection of data. Yeah, it's a lot safer. Mm. Uh, you no longer need to depend on one body where they like it's all centralized. Yeah. to handle the data. Um, honestly, this technology can go so far in in get, uh, connecting people who never had um, like bank accounts in their lives, or they don't have a um, a, a fixed address. They can they can store money on their on, on their phone like because they're connected to, to a um, to on the blockchain. It could be money, it could be it could be tokens, it could be anything. Um, it, it's just safe. Yeah. Exactly. Um, y yeah, like it, it's it's so young now uh, this technology, but it's it's getting so much um, attention towards it. But it's deserved attention because people realize how how powerful the technology is behind it so yeah there's a lot to love about it really yeah i agree like you mentioned the decentralization thing that's like a big point for me because me. um a lot of a lot of um companies and um governing bodies are abusing the power they have as the centralized body like central banks we've all seen like the mess they've made of the whole world and um like companies like facebook and um google they have so much of our data they literally know our whole entire lives through all our activity on, on the internet they and, really do like, yeah they they have to so much power and they, do we, we haven't chosen to give them this power like we may know they have that power and we do actively give them that power but most people aren't even aware yeah that they have that much power or what they're doing with that power um so that that's one big thing um you mentioned as well the fraud thing like um yeah. it's a lot safer 
Um, so like people's funds will be a, a lot safer on the blockchain than they would in a centralized system because it's not just one like server they have to hack basically. Yeah, exactly. To, to um to basically get your details. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's part of the re- that's main the main reason I love a blockchain. It's just that it gives the true freedom, which I think what the internet was actually made for. Well, it was at one point the freedom for people to basically develop themselves and be in control of themselves and their funds, every aspect of their lives, really. And now it just seems like the internet is just a place where you're just giving that away daily just by using the services that you need. So, um, and it's not really fair that you have to sacrifice literally your whole entire identity just so you can use a service. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And it's the fact that they're profiting off your data. Exactly. Well. That's, that's that's what frustrates exactly. me. Exactly. Uh, people will assume that, oh, um, yeah, oh, I don't need it. Like, or oh, I don't care. Yeah. Like, oh, these are lost people. Yeah. Like, uh, you, so, it's such an um, invasion of privacy, um, what these uh, corporations and companies are, are doing. Mm. Um, but yeah, having, having being your own control of your data and your money mm. that's a big one exactly um, is I think important mm. and if it's decentralised I don't need to trust a shady corporation or business mm. um, who are profiting off me while they use all my data like mm. uh, yeah 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 uh, well yeah so those are the reasons why we love the blockchain I suppose but it's still young, like you mentioned, and like it's still developing. It has its drawbacks. Yep. And it still has things it needs to um, needs to I know to um, develop. Yeah, oh, iron out. Yeah, because yeah. um, uh, it's like one of them is I, I briefly went over it in an article I did on Steam. It um, called disadvantages of the blockchain or weaknesses of the blockchain rather. Um, and that was um, its complexity. Like right now, I was at the stage where it's going to be so difficult for. I, I use the example of your, of your grandma. Your grandma is not going to be able to access applications on the blockchain because she yeah. just won't know what the hell's going on. And that's one barrier it has for right now. Like, if your grandma can't use it, then the wider public, that you have to assume the wider population yeah. isn't going to adopt it. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's one thing and that's one thing we're going to address on this um, podcast we're going to try and make things a bit simpler for people so they can understand uh, every podcast we're going to go over one thing um, to do with the blockchain and just kind of make it clear for you and one thing I think is important for anyone looking into the blockchain to know about is um, a, a, to know what a fork is a hard fork um, because you might looking into the crypto world, you might have heard that word around being thrown around, but you would just have no clue what it is, and it's just hearing about it might be a bit daunting to you. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go over what a fork is. So really, um, in the simplest form, if I had to describe a a hard fork to someone, I think of it as you think of the blockchain as a path. And the transactions are going along this path, and every time a new transaction is made, a new um, part portion of this path is made, and you can go further down the path. And then imagine you get to the end of the path, and then basically another path is streaming off to the side. 
to down another path and now this is what a fork is now in the blockchain think of the blockchain as a path and then it forks to create another path um adjacent to it and that creates another blockchain and you can either stick with the current plo- uh, blockchain or go into this new blockchain and um this the reason for hard forks are like updates and improvements yeah because one of the things to do with the blockchain is that it um it's immutable so you can't go into a blockchain and actually change, change the blockchain so you have to basically create a new blockchain mm-hmm. in order to um if you want to update it or just yeah if you want to yeah. update it basically um you got did you say yeah, yeah um the best way i describe um the fork uh i don't know if there's any programmers or anyone who's worked with git is uh and it's actually where where it comes from is um it's just a fork of a of a, a repository, so a repository is in like you have your project, and you're um, you're working on it. If let's say this coin, uh, this case uh, Bitcoin, um, there might be a t- uh, the there's a team working in Bitcoin, and two groups in 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 the Bitcoin team might have different views. Um, they feel that they should add. A certain feature, whereas the others don't, and so what what they do is they um, decide to fork off the the current repository. So it forks into two, it kind of splits the exact same thing. It's a copy. It's a copy from that point, and then the new the new forked currency um, adds its new features, and that's where you get these new coins. So we're actually going to talk about the bit uh, like the bit the future Bitcoin the past Bitcoin forks. Okay. And um, they're going to be a good examples, but yeah, like um, there's Bitcoin, uh, the Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, they're forks of each other. Yeah. Um, that that's just an example, and uh, yeah, that's that's the best way I can describe a fork, really. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys understood what we were saying. Mm. Um, it's kind of hard. Maybe perhaps we'll put like a some sort of diagram somewhere, maybe into a video when we upload. Yeah, it. yeah. And um, just to. Um, to break it down as 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 simple as possible, because yeah. because uh, the, the concept once you once you understand it, it's uh it's pretty it's pretty easy to get like yeah, yeah, had, yeah. had your had head wrapped around. But um like soft forks and hard forks are a bit uh blurred lines yeah. really. But uh basically I might as well say what a yeah, soft fork is. Um soft is a soft fork is yeah just like a um. A hard fork in a way where they where where the repository is forked off, so a copy is made is split into two. But um, the add the new feature um, is it's more like a addition. It's like it's like a how can I say this? It's like a side project for now. They oh, work okay. on it, right. so for, it's kind of like with it's Ethereum. Like, like they're, they're like working, a temp- like a temporary sort kind of, of thing. like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, so they're working on it towards because there's like I think there's two parts or three parts. I don't quite remember of the of the Ethereum fork because uh, it Byzantium, oh, yeah, Byzantium and uh, Constance, Constantinople. Yeah, yeah, like um, so it's it's a progression. Yeah, but yeah, that was a soft fork. Yeah. Um, but I, I really in the markets, what <laughs> what people like to say, like they know the difference between a hard fork and soft fork is, oh, if it gives it, if they, if it gives coins, new coins, then it's a hard fork. <laughs> if it's if it's a, if it's like not like and it's just improved features, boy, it's a soft fork. Uh, I mean, like, and that works. Yeah, that works that. in this market really. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, man, that's that's what I got for yeah. for that and the forks. Well, yeah. So I hope you guys understood that. Um, we will. We'll, we'll, you can ask us questions in the comments and stuff, and we can get back to you and clarify things if you have any problems. Now we wanted to talk about a specific coin, and this is something we'll do every podcast. We'll pick out a coin and we'll go over it and um, decide, like, give our opinions on it, basically. And, um, yeah, so this week we're going to be speaking on Zencash, which is a coin... Did it, did it come out of China? Do you think... Was it... Um, I mean, it came, it came out of... Uh, from It was a fork off Dash. Yeah. So, um, Dash coin itself, I believe it was... I thought it was a fork off of um, Zen Classic. Zen Classic, wait, was it? Bitcoin was a fork of Dash. Dash was a fork of a. Uh, wait, one second. Oh, no, bro, no worries, no worries. Because <laughs> I was under the impression that it was like um, it basically Bitcoin. Of oh, a Zcash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Bitcoin forked, and Zcash was a fork from Bitcoin. Um, Zed Classic was a fork off of um, Zcash, and Zencash. Um, was a fork of a Z Classic, so um, yeah, you know, it's basically like Bitcoin's great grandson or something. <laughs> you think about it that way, yeah. So um, yeah, and what it, what it, uh, the difference between um, Zen Cash and um, Bitcoin is that it's more of a privacy coin that you can't. It's more secure. It's more private. Um, it basically. What it does is it it basically you can send notes with your um, transactions, and that feature allows you to be able to send encrypted messages um, with um, with your transactions, and that's a that's a big thing in um, in the world of privacy mm. because yeah. on the on the blockchain a lot of things are just open. You can, when you everyone can see whose transactions go into who. Mm. And you know it can make you vulnerable. Yeah, it can make you vulnerable. If you think about it from like a business um, point of view, you don't want your competitors knowing what transactions you're making, what uh, how, how much you earn, exactly, you've got your, exactly. If they, if they have, if they know what your address is or your wallet is, mm. they can see that. That's the that's the thing with um, mm. this uh, non privacy coins. Everyone can see who has what, but they don't know who it's attached to. Mm. But they can they can work it out. Mm. Um, doesn't take a, it doesn't take a genius to work out really exactly because think about it this way if you know just from com- common knowledge that um, let's say um, person A Alan um, does business with person B Bob yeah, and then you see the tran- see person A making a transaction to person B every month mm. and then you see on the list oh there's one person they're sending money to every month and you know Bob um, is that is a person that deals with him every month? Then you know. Then you will have Bob's address and um, um, Alan's address, and you'll so you would have fi- been able to figure out that easily. And, yeah. Um, so there's basically no pri- um, privacy from that. Where if Bob doesn't want you to know his address, you know. Mm. So um, and Zencash allows for that um, uh, privacy using um, a lot of um, clever encryption mm. and. Um, they use um, what they call secure nodes, which are specialized nodes that um, that I think they're extra powerful. They're more powerful than 
other nodes. I don't know how they actually allocate the nodes, but um, <coughs> these nodes basically keep things, um, the transactions secure in the in the chain in the um, Zencash chain. Mm. And I think that's um, that's something that could add some value to it and make it um, go up in price if you're thinking of it from an investor's point of view because co big companies are going to be looking at this going, okay, cool, we won't be able to use Bitcoin because we want to keep things a bit hush-hush. So maybe Zencoin's the cryptocurrency for us when crypt the crypto boom happens and people start using cryptocurrencies more. Maybe it'd be better to do business using Zencash. And if big businesses have their money in Zencash, you know what's going to happen. The price of Zencash is going to go skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to add is obviously like um, there, there there are big benefits to privacy coins. Um, however, obviously there's drawbacks because as um, as the current cryptocurrency market is pretty unregulated um regu like i've honestly i think it's due regulation it's yeah. gonna it's, it's gonna happen it's getting too it's growing way too big um so it'll be interesting to see how that might affect privacy coins mm. because one of the things um the, the like government and media are saying is about cryptocurrencies oh they're being used by terrorists yeah yeah, yeah. and they're being used by uh, criminals and, and drug stuff. dealers yeah. and um so obviously it seems like the privacy coins will get a hit um that is something definitely to keep in mind mm. um but or, like usually it, it i i feel i feel like it wouldn't be anything crazy uh that that's just kind of a, a side note but yeah continuing with, with uh, zcash um with zencash sorry it actually yeah when it when it forked off zcash mm -hmm. uh zcash was the first um, was the first cryptocurrency to use uh, Z-Snarks. Okay. Um, Z-Snarks are basically like... Um, oh, they, they, Z-Snarks basically... Um, oh, oh, wait, one second. I've read about this as well. Give me a second. Sounds okay, cool. Z-Snark. Z-Snark. <laughs> Z-Snark. <laughs> So is it some sort of algorithm or um, encryption? Yeah, it's it basically yeah, it's like um, it is like an encryption. It's like it's, it's like zero knowledge. Mm. Um, but basically, the technology behind it is very powerful. Okay. And um, they've in Zen Classic, they've actually um, carried carried on with it's, it's still in their their project. Okay. And they and they still use it. Mm. Um, but yeah, like. It's uh, I know I know Zcash, mm -hmm. uh, which is another one of the top uh, privacy coins. Um, one one of their main features are is is the, is the Z Snarks. Okay. But yeah. Cool. So yeah, so they got a lot going for them in terms of privacy and being a privacy um, mm. um, coin, um, and I think that if you've if you want to think about the world in the future using cryptocurrencies, if you believe in that world, 
I think privacy coins are gonna have to be a necessity in certain in certain um, industries because you gotta think about it, as much as um, we love blockchain technology, not every single company or um, reg um, or industry will need the blockchain. Uh, it can be used in so many different ways, but you gotta think about the right ways for it to be used because if um, you can't apply it to everywhere and you can't really force it. Right now, blockchain is a bit of a buzzword and yeah. people want to just include it into their industry because it can help them get some investments and, and whatnot. But um, in reality, there's only certain um, industries that can, right now anyway, as the technology stands, that it can actually benefit. But on the whole, I believe, I believe it still has the ability to benefit um, the whole world in a positive way yeah um still has issues like we mentioned before mm. but um it will get there uh, eventually um so yeah it's ba- that's um it's basically my take on it i get a bit passionate when i start talking about blockchain technology because uh-huh. you know um yeah like i said it's life changing well world like world changing mm. so um yeah so Zencash is the is the um the coin of the week. Um, we'll probably leave some links below so you can go do some of your own research. Yeah. Um, uh, this isn't investment advice. So, and if you do decide to invest in anything that we do mention, you make sure you do your own research or visit a financial advisor. Because um, we're not qualified to give you investment advice. We're just giving our own opinions. Mm. So. Um, yeah, bear that in mind. Uh, so yeah, is there anything else you wanted to cover? Um, uh, other than other than the whole fact, uh, yeah, Zencash did make uh, hit a massive boom recently. Oh, how much um, did it grow? It phew, a good a good amount of percent. Basically, it was around. It went from about. Uh, to, uh, one hundred twenty-four hundred, uh, no, one hundred twenty-four thousand satoshis, uh, so about six dollars fifty, mm-hmm. and it boosted up to about a highs of twenty. Yeah, I think it was twenty-four to twenty-five dollars. Oh. So that was nearly forty uh, uh, four hundred thousand satoshis, nearly. Um, but since since about um, yeah, I would say like twenty-fifth to twenty-sixth, mm. it started to drop back. Um, a lot of um, uh, more attention has gone into other uh, like it. It took a lot of attention out of the other um, privacy coins. Mm. So it took a, a lot of attention out of uh, Monero. It took a, uh, took a lot of attention out. Which ones I one? Uh, Dash. Okay. Yeah. Um, and obviously Zcash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, I like there, there could be a few factors as to why uh, the um, there's been a dip. Um, I've I, something I've been talking to you about is how how the market acts mm. when Bitcoin drops and how Dash um, uh, how Dash basically reacts to it. Mm. So basically, there's not there's, when 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 uh, I I have a theory and it's pretty well known theory anyway. A lot of people do talk about it. Um, is uh, when when Bitcoins hit a a, a pretty high high, mm. uh, it and it starts to it starts to drop. Mm. Um, 
a lot of volume goes into in, into into currencies like Dash, yeah, um, which uh, allows uh, the users to spend their currency. Yeah. Uh, so the theory is that people are just um, swapping Bitcoin for for Dash so and then spending it. Basically, they're, sell, they're um, swapping it for more liquid um, yeah. cryptocurrencies. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, like. So that could be that could be a uh, a reason as to why it dropped. I know Monero brought out something. I um I'd have to check, but basically um Monero got a bit of hype um about two or three days ago. Mm. So it could be a added onslaught of the two. Mm. Um, however, I have a feeling that this coin is. It, it's a very good coin. Mm. Um, it, it is in par with Zencash, Dash, and Monero. And if you look at if you look at them in in, in your CoinMarketCap.com, um, Dash is sixth, Monero is ten, and Zcash is sixteen. Mm. Now, I mean, like, I believe we could get a top fifty by the end of the year. Yeah. Not end of the year, sorry, by the end of next year, definitely, mm. definitely. Because it's got a good team behind it as yeah, well. A good team yeah, behind yeah, it. Yeah, I was looking into it. Yeah, um, yeah like, so I, like, mm. again, I um, just, I was holding a bit of uh, Zencash. Mm. And I, I, I've, um, I've, uh, I've, I'm also been holding since it's gone down, mm. uh, like, this past week. I'm going to continue holding my, my Zencash. Yeah. Um, I, I hope, I hope it does well. Uh, yeah, for my sake, <laughs> but yeah, like it, it, it's 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 a pretty good coin. Um, so I'm I'm not too worried. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Zencash does look promising. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, so what other coins are you passionate about at the moment? Um, or you know what? Maybe we should talk about what people should look for when they're looking into a coin. How they should look at it mm. when they're actually yeah. like, doing their research. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's one thing us saying, oh yeah, go and do your own research, but if you don't know what to look for, exactly. it's very, exactly. um, it can be very difficult. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for me personally, when I'm looking at a coin, first I go see the, the um, coin's website, look at all the stuff in there, check out the white paper, yeah. and the white paper basically declares what the technology is, what their aim is, how it works, how they're planning to implement it, what they think the future holds for it, how they're thinking of getting acquiring um, funds, all those details, um, their marketing plans and things like that. It's all on there, um, and I, 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 it's definitely worth um, checking out. Even you can still you can still read um, Bitcoin's um, white paper, which came out in two thousand and nine, didn't it? Mm. When when it first just yeah, came yeah, out yeah. nowhere. So like um, you can. You can. That's what one thing you should do. Another thing you should do is, um, personally, I was saying this to Andy earlier. I don't buy into ICOs. I just um, wait for them to come. Wait for the um, blockchain to launch, or the, and then I just see how the technology yeah. runs. Because it's ICOs are unregulated now, yeah. and you got to think about it this way. Um, if a company was starting and they said to you, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Um, Basically selling you a dream. Yeah, selling you a dream. They, and they asked you to give them money. You, most likely wouldn't. You'd just think, 
well, any clever person, you think, all right, let me just see how it goes. Show me a prototype. Show me um, a beta. Let me see how it works, mm. how functional it is in real life. And then you might think, okay, let me invest my money. You, because otherwise, you're just trusting them on their word. Mm-hmm. And that's not how business works. Like, you need to know what you're putting your money into. Yeah. So, for me, the, um, the advice I'd be giving you is to wait and see how it works in real life. Um, see what bugs it has because you never know you might invest in an ICO one day next day it gets hacked and literally all the money just disappears yeah. like out of the and you don't get your money back exactly uh, and you just bought a wasted coin so yeah. Um, yeah. that's another thing I look into um, yeah I think also you got to see what how the community feels about it. the crypto community is quite vocal and yeah. like <laughs> if they feel like something isn't up to scratch doesn't uphold the like uphold the principles of, of cryptocurrency so yeah, it's not do, decentralized yeah. it, it, it's um just basically something like a bank coin which is a term used to describe coins that are going to be controlled by banks essentially like ripple yeah like ripple and um you know just uh, things like that um if the community rejects it it's not a good sign like um because it might not fly because ripple is starting to backtrack now and you've seen articles coming out about how they're going to try and be more decentralized yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that because they realize you know what there's no chance they're gonna do anything with the community hating on them like this so that's one thing so, um, what about you what do you look out for uh well overall the first thing i look out for is is it worth it so um I think everyone in the in the market needs to understand that um like people just look at satoshis and how it, how much it is in uh like their currency or so USD or euros mm. or pounds um and it's almost like it's not real money mm. like it's almost like oh it's just it's just a game like mm. you're spending you might be spending 100 500 a grand mm. 10 grand on mm on a ICO which you possibly may never know about yeah. or you, just because you've seen it like never go on um, coin market cap just choose the highest volume one or the the, the biggest gainer yeah. and then jump on that wave because yeah. you will lose money and because pe- people know that there's pe- gullible people who do that exactly because of this cool fear of missing out yeah and um you you will just be like fish food mm. so it's uh i think that's one that's the main thing if, uh before anything mm. even looking at it um ico i think you need to be smart and you need to understand what exactly you're getting into mm. uh don't 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 do it don't go into ico just because of hype mm. um don't do it because you've you've done you've checked out someone else's research because mm. this market again um it's very like is people people do do an um analysis to to almost support themselves yeah what they want to believe in so you again do your own research as as um as jeff said um but yeah uh to continue with yeah i I, as jeff said as well like the white paper Mm. you have to read it and you need to take if you're going to spend a hundred, five hundred, uh, grand, grand yeah. ten grand on 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 the ICO on a coin. What potentially might make you rich or make you lose all your money? Like you might as well take your time exactly. and read the ICO. Even if it takes I mean, you an hour watch. to read it, you might yeah. as well read it. Like, just yeah. just read the white paper. Yeah. Right? Like um, 
you might you might learn something you might find it interesting yeah like also you need to um look at his competitors yeah you have to have to do that you um all coins have its competitors. You might have, there might be a, a unicorn was like the only one in that, that field. I can't think of any for now. Yeah. Uh, I think Teva, I guess that's yeah. a unicorn. It's um, Iota one. Iota's like its own kind of, uh, yeah. it's, kind of it's kind of like, well, Ethereum kind of like its own system. Well, Ethereum has got kind of battling with Neo. I think, yeah. I think and Iota's EOS on, well. yeah, EOS as well. Yeah, yeah. And Iota's like on, I think with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, Iota is different. different yeah. He's so different. I think he's a bit of a unicorn. Yeah, yeah. we have to do a podcast about Iota. Yeah. yeah. No, Iota is something else. Yeah. But yeah, like, um, you should, you, like, again, we listed privacy coins. Mm. And I said Zcash, Zencash, uh, Dash, Monero. Uh, again, these are, these are, these are privacy coins. Yeah. I, um, Monaco is another one, I think. Um, but yeah, like, if you're going to, I, I personally think, mm. That if you're gonna back one, mm-hmm. like if you're gonna back a coin, mm-hmm. in a group back one from each, if if you want to, like yeah. don't back two because yeah. because like basically if say if privacy is a big thing with coins, yeah. like say if uh like okay this is this this is a scenario, mm. um, governments have started regulating a, um a lot including people's money and including yeah. uh including cryptocurrencies mm. and um so there's been a massive influx in privacy coins because people don't want the government to know what they're doing with their money like th- this is just an example yeah so who is everyone going to back all of the privacy coins possibly mm. but but if you if you back the one which you know you've done the research you've read all the white papers of those yeah uh coins and you said no nah, this is the one because of the, it could be the team mm. it could be it could be um just a roadmap, just just how the developers uh, update, yeah. um, update their their yeah, investors. investors. Yeah. Like um, it could be, I don't, like there's just good, good communication and listening to the community. Like mm. it's just stuff like that, and you back it. Yeah, you know, and you you've you've already been on that ship. Yeah, and you can just like you're like, and you you will just enjoy in enjoy your investment then. Like yeah, that's that's another good sign you you mentioned about them listening to their investor because. A lot of ICOs just basically do what they want because they're in it to just make money. Yeah, but exactly, man. I've seen some ICOs, they have like a Telegram group and they do polls on there. They make the investors choose whether what their next step is. I saw one, I was in part of a group where they were talking about, they basically wanted to team up with this marketing team and they didn't want to just go ahead and do it. They put up a poll on their Telegram, they made sure everyone it's voted. And yeah, then they just went along with what everyone wanted to happen, basically. Um, and it was quite cool. You don't really get that. Like, um, if you buy shares of Sony, for example, Sony's not going to come to you and ask you what they should do next. They're just going to do it. Yeah. They, they, don't give a, they don't care about they don't you. They don't give a fuck about you. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so that's, so that's that, basically, I suppose, mm. um, in terms of investing. Um yeah, so we're probably gonna draw this to an end, to a close. Um, just gonna finish off by saying um, first, thanks for listening, and yeah, thank you. there's gonna be more of these. Um, if you want to support us, um, please upvote this on Steam, or uh, and um, comment, interact with us. Um, Soon we'll have wallets for you to donate to. If you want to, you can donate any amount you want. 
and you can also just follow us and like us on and subscribe to us on YouTube and things like that and uh, hopefully we can bring these to you make them even better each week mm. this is the first one so you know we're just finding our, our feet but we'll also be speaking to a lot of you guys and taking on board what you guys want us to talk about and yeah so yeah, yeah. anything else? No, thank you for listening yeah um, make sure you anyone who's listening would like us to uh, talk about any particular topics what they want to know more about um, we can we, we can do that we can definitely do that yeah definitely um, we I'm, I'm we've had a talk and we uh, we do want to be able to communicate and help anyone who's on this journey with us mm. as much as possible uh, because again like we're trying to find our feet as um, as Jeff said and yeah we'll, we'll need yeah. as much kind of like support support as yeah. we can we'll be supporting each other be like yeah exactly community. exactly and um yeah hopefully we can get some special guests on here soon you know <laughs> people who've been rested and done well or you know just people who, who know about the scope of the um crypto world and help you guys give you another angle and then we can maybe get angles from people who are completely new to it yeah, on the same sort of boat as you, and just they can describe their journey. Maybe you can see a parallel between them and you, and so yeah. Mm. But yeah, thanks for listening. This is Jeff and Andy. Um, usually, we'll be joined by uh, next week. We'll be joined by Courtney, um, who's um, new to this, but he's not here today, so you'll see him next time, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Mm-hmm.